0: Welcome to Burning for Marriage.
1: We're your hosts, and I'm Ryan.
0: And I'm Christina.
1: And we're the sages. And welcome to this week's episode where we are going to be talking about the heaviness of insecurities and jealousy.
0: Ooh, fire, baby.
1: So we're excited to talk about this week as we have both Navigated this individually as well as our marriage of whether if it's insecurities, jealousy. Um, I know we've talked about it before. I've mentioned in previous episodes that this was a reason I got off social media a little bit because of a way I would always compare myself and kind of get insecurities in that way. Um, And if any of you may know, walking around feeling insecure and jealous is a full-time job. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, it just takes up so much of your mind, your thoughts. You just kind of start noticing all these different things: what people may have, what you don't have. Yeah. Things that oh, look at what they're wearing. Look at what, like, and everything starts mattering when it really doesn't.
0: And we, you guys, if you if you're starting to be like, oh, I'm not like that. You're definitely thinking of someone who is like that. Yeah. And is that person is that person a pleasant time to be around? Somebody who's constantly <laughs> being like. Oh, did you see what she did? Oh, oh my gosh. I wish I had that. Like there's, it's, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: when you, when you step, it's tiresome. When you step out of acting that way, I was definitely that way. So I'm not speaking from a pedestal. I used to be such a gossip um, and I'm still working through it. God gave me grace, (laughs) but I used to be always attached Mm -hmm. to comparison, comparing myself to other people, other bodies, other women and yeah. what was it that was just taking away from mm-hmm. what god was trying to use me for yeah
1: and like know? and this is something it's like and we still battle like i know i still have to fight this all the time that it's like it's very easy that i used to compare myself to whether if it was other men or whatever it was and i would just get whether if it was jealous of different things of whether if it's like if i would get insecure about how i looked or mm-hmm. things that i had and you would almost kind of try to tear down at that person, this random person that you might not even know, you don't know yeah. anything about, you don't know their walk, you don't know anything about them. But you might just tear them down just for a moment mm-hmm. that you feel slightly better. Yeah, And it's something that you can, I feel like, get addicted to that it's yep. easy to then just want to just start tearing down anybody that might make you feel slightly insecure or jealous just because that makes you feel better
0: and if you aren't if you aren't feeding your at that time like when i would constantly be like with my girlfriends and we would be putting down like in high school in college last year even if we would be talking about a girl or like something that we just saw or even like Mm -hmm. stuff with social media whatever when we would all be sitting around talking and about that but then we would I would like have an outer body experience and be like but I don't love myself like that like I don't feel confident and like all these things that I'm like all these things that I would point out about other people like Mm -hmm. it was really just highlighting the weaknesses that I also had. You know, and so how that I was willingly drinking the poison and willingly participating in a poisonous way to communicate with people that are my friends. So be, I guess, friends. Um, So honestly, without God feeding into my spirit and believing what God's word was, I thought the words of culture and what was appropriate for girl time chat and gossip was the way to live, was the way to like not only feed my ego, but feed my friends' egos. Like, oh, don't worry, Tiffany. Like, you're so much prettier than her. Mm -hmm. That is dismantling someone else's, God's beauty in one child and being like, don't worry, you're prettier. That's still belittling. You know what I mean? Yeah, because
1: it's like, because to to God's, we are all individual masterpieces that he made. He made us that way for a reason. And then for us to make any kind of definitive Comparisons like that is strictly based off like cultural or yeah, pers- or worldly adaptations of like what we think is quote unquote better or yeah. prettier or more attractive and everything because it's like, you know, especially because at the end of the day, like as a reminder, like we are just borrowing these bodies yeah, we are. in these temples that it's like that this is a body and every temple that God gave us. And that they are temporary. They will get older. They will yep. wither away. Yep. And that like, so nothing lasts eternal, but then it's like, but what, but what it's everyone like feeding their souls and spirits, but.
0: Yeah. And I guess like to, before we jump into the nitty gritty of everything, let's talk about our struggles with um, insecurity and jealousy and like how it's impacted us. And then we mm-hmm. can go from there. Want to go first?
1: Yeah, I'll go first. So. Obviously, if you've listened to previous episodes and we've talked about my walk, we've talked about uh, my addiction with pornography. And because that has a lot to do with uh, my testimony in this area that so instead of having a godly focus on how God saw me, I only saw myself the way through that the world saw me yeah. because I never had a relationship with God. I never knew you know, that I was so special to him that I didn't need to be different in any other way, like that mm-hmm. he made me how I am. So I just, I compared myself to basically anyone that was a male and especially, specifically like it, like male porn stars, like, because like they have this fantasy mm-hmm. idea of what a man's supposed to be in that field. So then it's like, so then it's just comparing myself in that way, yeah. uh, compared when I was on social media, any male, whether if it could have been. Athletes, celebrities, could have been people I knew, just people or entrepreneurs that I've like would follow that. Like I would just beat myself up and compare myself in all these different ways. Could be physical, could be financial, could be uh, just intelligence, could be whatever it was. And basically I just found a new way every day mm-hmm. to tell myself I wasn't enough and to tell yeah. myself that I wasn't good enough in some area or some field just because of something else. So I was yeah. at war With comparison, Mm -hmm. I lost sight of everything that God blessed me with and things that maybe I didn't know that he blessed me with, but I refused to look for them. I refused to ask him what he blessed in me because I was too focused on what he blessed Mm -hmm. others with. Mm -hmm. Because just because people have these things, like, doesn't mean that they're not deserving. Doesn't mean that people aren't going to thrive because people will always reap and sow Mm -hmm. and that's just a natural law, but like... It's like, but if the more you focus on others, the less you're focusing on yourself, and yeah, um, yeah. so I ignored the grace he gave me. Uh, I'm just gonna quickly say, like the story of the two brothers. It made me think of of the brother who spent his inheritance, left, withered it away, and then came back, and then the brother who was faithful the whole time. And that brother was so jealous because the dad like just welcomed the brother home with open arms and threw him a party and all this. And the brother was just like, oh, you wouldn't even let me, you know, use like a, like have a goat or whatever. And we slaughtered like a fattened calf for him who like wasted all of his thing. And the dad was kind of just like, you've never asked mm. for, you know, a goat and yeah. everything. And just that it's like ignoring that what a blessed life I had. And I just never looked to God because I was too focused on focusing on the grace that he'd given other people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. But, like, when you're in that cloud, it's that is that was your normal thing. And it's mm-hmm. like people forget too that we have to practice being grateful, that yeah. we're, we're self, our flesh is selfish, As greedy. Yeah. You know, we're sin, we're, we're sinful people. And that's just yeah. unfortunately, that's the world we're in. And so, like, we have to practice the fruits of the spirit. We have to practice because those until it becomes a second nature for us. We mm-hmm. have to retrain the way that we're thinking um, and the way that we're treating others. So I also obviously struggled with comparison. And in, it's really crazy. We, we just watched this series and we'll talk about Soul Ties more. I know we talked about a little bit of it in a couple episodes ago. Um, but everything that Ryan um, was kind of battling, when you are intimate with somebody and you become one that all of the things that they, all of their, their baggage gets Mm -hmm. transferred over to you if you are not healed from those areas. And so I never felt more, more insecure than when we really like dived into marriage. Like, I think like when we, when I was like, um, in like, we were dating, I would say, yeah. I was obviously insecure. I wasn't Christ centered and like Christ, the Holy Spirit wasn't, fi- I wasn't filled with the Holy Spirit, but like, I still, I got, I had enough comments from people to fill my ego. So I felt very confident, Yeah. but it was like a pride confidence. It mm-hmm. wasn't like a humble, like I wasn't feeling, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when we got married, that's when I started to feel the heaviness more than ever of insecurity and jealousy and I really think it was because of the like trauma transfer of like we, we kind of tied the knot you know we had yeah. sex and so everything like transferred over to me and I started I never ever ever I always knew Ryan struggled with pornography but I didn't know how bad it was obviously we shared our testimony but it wasn't until then we had sex I was transferred over that I started to compare myself and think about like All of the women that Ryan viewed, all of the women that Ryan would like look at, I would start to hyper focus on him. Like if he looked at other women, Mm -hmm. if his if someone caught his attention, I'm like, oh my gosh, like someone else caught his attention. What about that woman caught his attention over me? Because I was like so used to being like just really boasted up because of my looks. And I sound like an a-hole saying that, but like I was used to that. And then when my, when his attention was being pulled, it was like a dagger in my heart and my ego. And that's when I like started to really like hyper-focus about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would compare my body to other women. I would compare, um, I would compare like what I had, what the way I dressed, the way I looked. I went through a lot of like style changes because I thought I had to be, I thought I had to show up as one woman. Um, And then I wanted to be a different type. Like I'm more free and like I love, I love wearing a lot of color. I love, I love like having crazy hair and Mm -hmm. I'm very artsy and having crazy nails. But like I went through a season where I thought I had to have my hair perfectly curled, my makeup perfectly done, prim and proper, because I thought that's how... Ryan wanted me to show up. I thought that's how everyone else, my friends, all that wanted me to show up. So I really struggled with that. And it really just like, I found I was a shell of a person. I was just whoever I showed up the way that other people wanted me to show up as versus just me being like, no, this is authentically me. And I didn't really know who that was too. Mm -hmm. So it definitely messed with my mind. And I still just speaking very honestly, like even with being 52 weeks free guys which is amazing i though it's not as consistent i still have moments where if ryan like looks if we're walking somewhere and ryan looks the other way i have like a instant of like a flash of like insecurity but then god's like hold every thought captive you know like you even when Your husband, if your husband acts in sin, that is no longer your sin to carry. I've already taken it off of your back. You are no longer attached to that. You are a child of mine, a daughter of mine. I see every curve. I see every piece of your heart and I see you and your beauty. And I always have to remind myself of that, that like Ryan doesn't define my beauty. You know, the Mm -hmm. world doesn't define my beauty. People speaking into me doesn't define my beauty. What does is what God says about me. Mm -hmm. And that's like something that I have to learn every single day and practice every single day.
1: Yeah. And it's definitely hard because especially like coming from a place of of where we get so used to feeding off of what other people, what the world says about us. Mm -hmm. Because I know I used to go like I used to be like searching Because I would like, you know, always wanted people to like, you know, whether if it was compliment outfits or I think that, I think honestly that was a reason for a while. Like I've, I have a a pretty big shoe collection and I used to, and it used to be like twice the size it is now because like, I think I used to just enjoy being different in that aspect and because I would at least get a compliment or someone would say something every day about like whatever crazy shoes I was wearing. Yeah. Where now it's like I like I I look at the shoe my shoe wall now and I'm like I don't I don't wear half of these cuz like yeah. it's just that's just not who I define myself as because I'm not looking to feed myself you know with what yeah. others say it's like cuz I know how God loves me, I know how God yeah. sees me and as well as like the only like Physical person on earth that like I really care about what they say is like what my wife says about me (laughs) and like and she's not you know she thinks I'm beautiful and that I'm attractive with or without cool shoes so like it doesn't really (laughs) matter. Yeah I was never attracted to you
0: because of your shoes like I'm not one of them girls (laughs) um because like to me I'm like give me a pair of flip-flops and i'm cool you know but
1: i mean you got crocs so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well call me out okay crocs are comfortable i have wide feet okay
1: no they're like in like a lot of people like Crocs. All right. it's cool
0: but honestly if we think about you know all of our areas of insecurity and jealousy mm-hmm. and where that came from like and we also struggled we're focusing it more so like in our marriage we also focused or we also struggled with this in our relationship because of pornography was there yeah. you know like we were also not believers at certain points in our relationship so like obviously it's you're gonna struggle with these areas it's we live in a worldly world okay. But we had to really think about what the strongholds that we were holding, that were holding us back. And for us, a lot of it was the root was rejection, Mm -hmm. sexual impurity. We had bitterness. We had critical spirits, Um, you know, jealous, being jealous and insecure, obviously are two big roots, but what was also attached to that? Like why? did we feel jealous? Mm -hmm. Why did we feel insecure in these moments? Even
1: like a lack of like acceptance. Yeah. Because it's like if, you know, not feeling accepted or approval from others in a way. So then it's kind of searching for that, which leaves you not only insecure but then like you know jealous of what others have because you'd be like oh well i bet if i was like so and so then i would be accepted or i would be approved of
0: yeah and once you can verbalize like you know what ryan just said you can verbalize what it is like what the lie is because these are lies Mm -hmm. like ryan thinking that he's not worthy is a lie. Me thinking that I'm not beautiful at times is a lie, right? These are lies that the enemy wants to rewire our brains So we believe them to be the truth. But when you go to the word and you want verbalize to God, God, I'm believing this lie about myself. Mm-hmm. Show me what your, t- show me what your word says. Show me what you, how you see me. Okay. If you verbalize the lies of the enemy, And then reclaim the truth over it and allow that to take the space of what the lie used to hold up. So for us, like we have to do this every single day, you know, Mm -hmm. and sometimes I have to remind Ryan or Ryan has to remind me I've been because I've been really uh, working on my health and I've been going through a lot of health things. I've been really stepping out of trying to chase, you know, being what the world wants my body to look like and just chase a healthy body and a healthy spirit emotionally and physically and spiritually. And that's what I've been focusing on. But like Ryan has to remind me sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. to like speak life into me, like what lie are you choosing to believe today? Why do you feel that way? Okay, that's a lie. Now let's reclaim it with the truth. And the truth is you are chosen every day by God. Or Mm -hmm. the truth is you are you were molded by the, by clay before you were even in your mother's womb. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. And Christina has to do this with me, uh, as well, because it's like, there's a lot of times that, you know, and like, cause days, days will come. Some days, like I may feel down or I may be feeling like harsh on myself or days that I still am in that fighting against that stronghold of insecurity and mm-hmm. jealousy in ways and a lot of times because like christina can feel it she can sense it like there's nothing i can't like because she's so led that like i you know i know that god's speaking to her knowing that like hey like you need to be there for your husband Mm -hmm. because like i'll just come home and she'll just be asking me how i'm feeling and like i know that she knows that something's (laughs) off but she's just politely giving me an opportunity to say it
0: yeah
1: and and it's always uh then she's like well what what, are, what have you been thinking of all day? Like, yep. what have you been feeding yourself all day? Like, have you been, you know, I know we've mentioned it in numerous episodes, the what are you feeding your spirit? What yep. have you been dealing with? Because it's like a lot of times that's where, um when we don't have God a part of our, our life, or whether if it's spending time in worship, spending time in his words, spending time just in quiet time with him. Mm-hmm. And when we... Don't spend time doing that. It's very easy for the world, for the enemy, to creep back in and to try to schedule. to try to shackle you back yeah. to old strongholds and old ways of breaking it down. So then Christina will always just help kind of navigate me through what I might have been thinking of, why I might have been thinking, because it's like those, you know, thoughts just don't pop up in your head for no reason. A lot of times there is like a link, there is something, there is a base of why that they originated there. And just to be like, and just, and then she just feeds into me and just builds me up of just reminding yeah. me of how God sees me, how she sees me, how that there's nothing in the world or that anyone else can say that can deter me away from how God sees me as not only his child, yeah. but as, you know, someone may, because at the same time as I'm his child, like he also sees me as the husband to her daughter, to his daughter, mm-hmm. and so.
0: And I also think that we've talked about this too. Anytime that you feel insecure or jealous, going back to what that root feeling is, mm-hmm. and something that always helps me, especially the first couple of weeks when um, Ryan's addiction was revealed, I was feeling like very like not. Not like he he was he he wasn't picking me or choosing me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it felt that way, but like when we were navigating that, I just always felt like a second choice, okay, to the addiction. Um, so i I remember listening to this in a podcast where it really has helped. in moments where I feel insecure, or unworthy, or not wanted, I know it's a stronghold. I know it's a lie. And I picture being in a room with hundreds of people. And Jesus is before me and he comes to me first and hugs me, holds my hand, but then holds the person next to him. And then that person holds the person next to them and so forth and so forth. And then we are all holding hands and it shows that even when Jesus chooses me and he always chooses me, he also is choosing Ryan. He's also choosing the person that maybe triggered insecurity. He's... You know we're all God's children, mm-hmm. and so just picturing that that every time that He comes and hugs me, embraces me, and says, "I'm ch- I choose you today, I choose you tomorrow, I choose you always," you don't have to feel mm-hmm. unwanted or loved. I loved you then, I love you now, I love you forever. Mm-hmm. That just get, just washes me with peace, um, and so that's one thing we definitely say. What's the root, and then claim what the truth is right. Yeah. And also just a reminder that our temples are not our own. We talk about this a lot. My body belongs to the Holy Spirit. If I'm feeding my spirit with trash, I'm going to speak trash not only about other people, but also speaking trash over my my yeah. temple. God has lent me this body to use here on earth, but it is for the Holy Spirit to dwell in. That is the purpose, right? So. Mm. We have to make sure that we're honoring our temples and that includes what we're speaking over each other, what I'm speaking to Ryan, what Ryan's speaking to me, and what we're speaking over our own temples.
1: Yeah. And so another way to kind of help you in these areas of with these strongholds, with these feelings of insecurity and jealousy is connecting with people who are going to speak life into you, um, a fellow believer that will speak into you, and just someone that it's like that no matter what, that they can be the person to remind you that you are a child of God that that these worldly things don't tear you away because it's very just like you can f- feel free to talk to other people, yeah. but it's very easy that people who aren't believers are going to resort to um, when you are discussing that. Or, yeah, yeah, you start trash talking or normalizing or normalizing it, and then it just turns into a kind of festering in those negative emotions and yeah. those feelings where someone. Who, who is a believer who knows that it's like, look, that this isn't how God wants us to live. This isn't how yeah. this isn't the plan of purpose He's had for us, yeah. and that how special each one of us individually are. Yep. And so that they will just speak into you. Yep. In a different way
0: and push into God's you know God's word you know like that's where you're going to find his written word of what of what he believes about us what he believes about his children what he chooses to see and you know and that we're his beautiful creation right so um Ryan said it beautifully too like not to run to people who speak the world's views into you that is so easy like it's mm-hmm. so it feels You don't want to feed your ego in these times. You want to run to people who will speak God's wisdom into you. And the reminder that my mentor always says is, who has your ear? Does the enemy have your ear or does God have your ear? And then also just praying every single day to surrender yeah. insecurity and jealousy, like we said, Ryan and I do this every single day, um, and we also just claim any of the strongholds that you know that the Satan's going to try to use against us or use against yeah. our friends or whatever. And we know that a lot of people struggle with insecurity and jealousy, and a lot of that is transferred from generational sin. Mm-hmm. So just coming before that and claiming, like, Mm-mm, Satan, you can back out,
1: and we're and, not your- And for me, it's along with that prayer. I always ask for him to break my heart for what breaks his. Amen. Because, so something in a Michael Todd (laughs) sermon that really resonated with me is you will never have compassion for somebody you compare Mm -hmm. yourself to. And because you're always going to tear each other down that you won't ever have compassion for that person and what they're going through. And that's what I want. I want to be able to have compassion because God's heart breaks for all of us and all the things that we go through. And so mm-hmm. just being like, God, like, let me have your heart for how you love and see others. Yep,
0: yep, absolutely. I love that. Break my heart for what breaks yours. Ugh. And I would say, too, you're not a slave to jealousy and insecurity anymore. When you say that, believe that. Find ways to believe that. Find mm-hmm. find your evidence, Okay. Claim that today, tomorrow, and forever, because that is a stronghold, and we don't we don't play with strongholds. Okay, no. we are victorious over strongholds because we have God given authority. Because the Holy Spirit is flowing through us, baby. All right, guys. So that's our talk on. Inse- <laughs> I'll, I'll stop before we go into church. Okay, um, that's our talk on insecurity and jealousy. We all go through it. Don't be lying on Jesus' name. Okay, mm-hmm. we all go through it, but the yes, most important do. thing is to release it. And we just want you guys. We we will gladly share our garbage mm-hmm. and our weaknesses so it can help your relationship flourish and to take you to the next level to be more emotionally, spiritually, physically, well-beings and ch- children of God. Yeah. I think I wrapped that up good, right? But good what, do we do, what are we talking about next week? What are we talking about next week? Okay.
1: So next week we are Ooh. talking about the first to apologize is oh, the name yeah, of the yeah, episode. Yeah. <laughs> And this is, uh, I, I'll be honest, this took the whole 13 years of our relationship at this point yes. in time. To, for Apologizing us to,
0: is hard. Why is it so you know, hard? I,
1: I don't know. We're going to talk about that next we week. We are going to uh, talk
0: about it next week.
1: But thank you for tuning into this episode. If you haven't listened to either of our previous episodes, go ahead and check those out. Yeah. Um, and feel free to find us on Facebook and yes. like and follow our page Absolutely. where we post daily content, little drips, Christina. She she's the main manager of yes. that so she does a fantastic job of doing that.
0: I try. And I try. uh
1: Go leave a review for this podcast. Yes helps us to get the podcast out there for more people to see it, um, and then we can be a part of uh, Apple, Spotify, everyone's little algorithms. Yes, so we can uh, make a make an impact in how God wants us to have more relationships and marriages here.
0: Yeah, and you know, if you think about somebody, think about someone as you listen to this, send it to them and send them to have them send it to someone because we want to use your network so we can continue to grow God's kingdom and be just be. Like like, you know, like powerful, like power couples, you know, because the Holy Spirit is going in each of us. All right, guys, we love you guys. We'll chat with you guys next time. Have a great week and peace out. Peace. Ooh.